Welcome to Into the Desert, the podcast of Father Peter Cavanaugh, pastor of St. Benedict's Orthodox Church in Wichita Falls, Texas. St. Benedict's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. The safest road to hell is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts. That's what Uncle Screwtape advises. In an imaginative tale, C.S. Lewis describes the story of an uncle and nephew, two devils, a senior and novice, write letters to one another about temptation. The inexperienced devil wants to tempt with all the exciting and licentious sins. Uncle Screwtape advises him otherwise. Just waste the man's time, he says. Distract him with meaninglessness. Fill his mind with fluff. Make him sleepy, forgetful, and indifferent. Indeed, the gentle slope, the soft underfoot, the rut, is so easy to slip into. We get stuck. We fall into spiritual paralysis. That is the paralysis in us that Jesus Christ most longs to heal. Our gospel today is about paralysis. Just then, some people were carrying a paralyzed man lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Matthew 9. This group of men pushes through the crowd. They bring into the room someone who's utterly incapacitated. His limbs are useless. He cannot move an inch on his own will. You can imagine the hush in the crowd. Everyone is waiting. Some believed, others were skeptics. What would the rabbi do? Can God cure the paralyzed? Most of the time, Paralysis is the one disease we believe God cannot heal. I don't mean physical paralysis, but spiritual paralysis. St. Paul writes, I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Romans seven fifteen through 19 the spiritual life is full of sinkholes. Along the Alaskan seashore every summer, fishermen come out to catch salmon. The fish end a long migration by swimming upstream from ocean to river. They reach the bay and the fishing season begins. But the first day of work is the most gruesome. Hell day, they call it. The fishermen wait for the tide to ebb. Then they set out to anchor buoys and huge fields of mud. The mud is full of silt and salt water and so holds together as a sort of gooey paste or quicksand. With every step, the mud oozes up to your boots or as high up as your chest. And it's no small matter to pull yourself through it. I can think of no scenario so similar to our spiritual journey. I witnessed this in a six-year-old the other day. Why is it, he asked, 
that when I start to pray, I have so many thoughts telling me not to. He was so genuine, so sincere. Right there in that small mind was the whole story of our struggle for holiness. I groaned inside to think that someone so young, so innocent, is not immune to this struggle. St. Paul goes on to say, Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. In my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war. This is our human condition from childhood to old age. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. Then some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, perceiving their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Stand up, take your bed, and go to your home. What is our paralysis today? Is it anxiety or depression? If there ever was a time in history when life was predictable, it's not today. Our grandparents were born in a world where Sunday worship and horse and buggies were norms. Our children and grandchildren live in a world of smartphones, highly polarized political and ideological wars, and instant availability of porn and amphetamines. Carl Jung once observed, About a third of my cases are suffering from no clinically definable neurosis, but from the senselessness and emptiness of their lives. This can be defined as the general neurosis of our times. That was in the 1960s. Where are we today? It's no wonder that we're tempted at times to simply crawl into our shells. In other cases, our spiritual paralysis may be nothing more than our indifference to God. The book of Acts describes this paralysis. The heart of this people has become dull, and with their ears they scarcely hear, and they've closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their ears and hear with see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand what their heart and return, and I would heal them. If I'm honest with myself, these words describe me all too clearly. I begin my day in prayer, but then immediately get sucked into the whirl of life. My endless to-do list fills my thoughts. My ears get clogged up with all the noise around. My eyes spin with the bustle of life and stimulus everywhere. No wonder so many are losing faith. We're too busy to take time to listen and look. The devil does not tempt with grandiose sins. He tempts with a gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, without signposts. Life pulls you down to paralysis so easily. So what is the solution? They brought their paralyzed to the feet of Christ. Christ is the solution and the church carries us to him. The church is a hospital and not a courtroom for souls, St. John Chrysostom preaches. 
She does not condemn on behalf of sins, but grants remission of sins. Nothing is so joyous in our life as the thanksgiving that we experience in the church. In the church, the joyful sustain their joy. In the church, those worried acquire merriment, and those saddened joy. In the church, the troubled find relief, and the heavy-laden rest. Come, says the Lord, near me, all of you who labor and are heavy-laden with trials and sins, and I will give you rest. What could be more desirable than to meet this voice? What is sweeter than this invitation? The Lord is calling you to the church for a rich banquet. He transfers you from struggles to rest and from tortures to relief. He relieves you from the burden of your sins. He heals worries with thanksgiving and sadness with joy. No one is truly free or joyful besides he who lives for Christ. Such a person overcomes all evils and fears nothing. Spiritual paralysis is a real thing. Life bombards us. It cripples us, like the paralytic's disease in our gospel today. So gradually, we find ourselves trapped in depression, anxiety, or simply indifference to God. Meanwhile, the doors of the church are open. The sacraments are available to all. When we check in to the hospital of souls, we will watch a paralysis cured. Christ and his holy church offers us life and healing. You have been listening to Father Peter Kavanaugh, pastor of St. Benedict's Orthodox Church in Wichita Falls, Texas. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.